Welcome on in everyone to episode 31 of When Worlds Collide. I actually got a beginning start of this podcast right for the first time in five weeks, probably. Yeah, um, nice. <laughs> you guys got Fish and I. Fish is going to be working remotely tonight uh, with the weather coming in tonight. So yeah, we have this still photo of him, Jay chilling, you know, looking dandy. Missing the Florida heat, sort of. Yeah, right. The temperature wise, it's not bad yet, but it's on its way. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, don't let me forget. You know how we start these things. Oh, baby. I actually almost forgot, too. <laughs> oh, little, my God. Uh, little, little, uh, crack McGee. Oh. Two good cracks. It's going to be a good one tonight, folks. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's get it. I haven't even finished drinking my first truly yet, but, you know, we play with what we're given. I'll give you a couple of seconds. Slam it. Uh, it's, it's, like, almost gone. Yeah, Let's yeah. Go. We well, if it's it. almost gone, then slam it. <laughs> Bro, I just ate, like, two quesadillas. You want me to throw up remotely? I would love that. Because <laughs> then I won't have to clean up your shit over here. <laughs> true. Very true. Ooh, oh, my gosh. It's so bubbly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was painful. All right. Butter? Yeah, we're butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, on to our question of the day. What Activision slash Blizzard crossover would you like to see in other games? So this question stems from the fact that Xbox has been known to have different crossovers, whether it's cosmetic, a character, you know, whatever. Their first-party studios tend to cross over a lot. So with the new acquisition, I was thinking, hmm, you know, what kind of characters um, could potentially be seen in other games? Um, Fish, I'll go to you here first. What do you What do you think? Anything come to mind in particular? Uh, I mean, since uh, since we've been playing so much Halo Infinite, and the fact that like their armor system is like pretty customizable, I would love to see some like world of warcraft themed you know like armor pieces in halo or even like overwatch themed or like uh even like the whole like armor cases in halo 2 from like those games that would be sick bro that'd actually be sick i yeah i didn't even think of that one that would be really cool and they've done some interesting interesting uh cosmetics with halo especially in the master chief collection i know recently mm. they had like a whole like gladiator bundle and then they actually had like a throwback here not too long ago where you could get a backpack that was literally the original Xbox on your yeah, back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I thought that was for the new Halo event, but <laughs> it yeah. was for the Master Chief collection. Yeah, so they've been showing some creativity with their cosmetics. So WoW armor in Halo would be absolutely dope. I like that a lot, Fish. Yeah, they've been doing a good job. I mean, like their season one battle pass is like, you know, it's good for it being season one, but their event skins have actually been crazy so far. Like the 10 raid samurai armor event, like that armor set is so dope. And with the, it was it the cyber showdown event too, with like, you know, like the, you know, like neon Mohawk and like the visor and everything like those things are sick. So if they can do crossovers from other games, like it's, it would be so easy for them. So going off of the Mohawk, I got a little story for you here. Um, I guess the Mohawk, uh, I don't know if it's like all the way across, if it's just some players that are experiencing this, that the Mohawk isn't centered on people's heads. So <laughs> in one of the patch notes that they're coming out with in February, 
um, they they mentioned that they're gonna get their protractors and rulers out to make sure that the Mohawks on straight, like as a joke. <laughs> so I, I thought that was That's I thought funny. that was pretty funny. You know, I'm sure they're yeah. under a lot of stress trying to get everything out, but keeping it lighthearted. I really enjoyed that actually. Mm-hmm. I love when devs do that. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, they literally put it like in the patch notes or whatever, like the announcement of the upcoming like. The big one. Yeah, they're coming with. Like, they mentioned that. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so what uh, what game would you like to see? Or, like, what crossover would you like to see? So, the first thing that popped in my head was Master Chief in Warzone. Oh, really? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got Krampus and, like, all these other goony-ass characters. So... True. And Master Chief is in Fortnite. Why not drop Master Chief in a war zone? <laughs> that would be kind of dope. I don't think they'll actually do it, but like that's kind of like a a dream, I guess. That would actually Dude, get me back on Warzone if Chief was in Warzone. That probably would be the most likely. Did you see that most re- oh, not like the most recent one, but they had um they had a character from Attack on Titan put in the Call of Duty game and uh it like looked good, but like not, you know, like one for one. So if they like put Master Chief in there, it would actually look crazy in Warzone, right? And what if they had like a like a DLC weapon for like the BR? Oh shit, dude! Right, right. I don't think dude, I don't actually don't think the they'll limit. do it, but like it'd be kind of dope. I, honestly, I could see it happening. I don't see why they wouldn't. It would be pretty easy for them to do it. And then the other one I had kind of in mind that is more recent as far as games we've been playing. And I could see this being an easy ass adaptation is if we got like a Crash Bandicoot and a Spyro like a uh, ship set for Sea of Thieves. Oh, Sea of Thieves yeah. has already done that with Halo, Ori, um, Killer Instinct, you know? Mm-hmm. So they can yeah. easily make like a ship that looks like a dragon for Spyro, you know? Yeah, just have like the figurehead with Spyro on it and all that stuff. The color scheme that's like purple and red, I guess. That'd be sick. Right, so definitely that, and then they can even like explore into the Minecraft realm as well. They have all those different mm. like Minecraft skins. Like if they made one that would resemble, you know, like the Activision worlds, you know, like <laughs> kind, of, kind of like a hybrid of like Spyro, um, Crash Bandicoot, like the two I just mentioned. You yeah, know, like the, yeah. Maybe the dirt blocks look like the Crash Bandicoot boxes or something. You know. <laughs> Dude, I can see that happening for sure. I know that um, there's that Easter egg in, what was it, Borderlands 2, I want to say, or yeah, Borderlands yeah, 1? the Minecraft room. Yeah, the Minecraft cave and everything. That was sick, dude. They should do more stuff like that. Yeah, and I feel like Xbox has been always the console to kind of embrace that stuff. So I, I don't see why they wouldn't go through with this. I mean, it's once the deal actually goes through, I know they're getting looked at by... Uh, whatever the three letters is that so like just to make sure that they're not monopolizing oh the ftc yeah thank you those three letters mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not the i B- got you with the acronyms not the bdw <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> or bbw whatever sony's right. uh <laughs> yeah sony's been uh been uh, pretty good with their crossovers too. I know, like Kratos is in Fortnite too. They even had um, 
Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. She's in um, Genshin Impact, that like weird anime MMO game, which I thought was pretty cool. She looked pretty good in that game. So was, both companies do a good job with crossovers. Yeah, I was actually unaware of that because I obviously don't pay too much attention to Sony. But with their recent acquisition of Bungie, do you think you'll see Destiny popping into any games? Ooh, dude. Or any people popping into Destiny? Uh, dude, that's a tough one because uh, recently um, during their 25th anniversary event or 20th anniversary event this was back in november of last year they had armor sets in destiny that were like inspired by halo like they couldn't say that anything was halo because you know like trademark right, disputes and whatnot yeah but like that you could clearly tell it was like based off of halo because like they came out with like new guns that were like literally brs they had energy swords in the game like plasma carbines and like even the armor sets had like for like the Titan class, you had like a shoulder with like needle needles on it from the needler and everything. So, I mean, maybe if you want to put it like that. But with uh, with like uh, Sony buying Bungie, I want to say like I'm surprised, but not really. You Only th- because what are you saying? I was gonna say like in my head. I'm like, why didn't Xbox make this move? But do you think Sony just big dicked? And through 3.6 build down. Because I've seen a lot of people saying, like, why do they spend so much on Bungie? You know what I mean? So I wonder if Dude. it became a bidding war at some point because it just seems very natural for Xbox to have this partnership with Bungie because they have a history with them. So it seems weird yeah. that Sony just comes out of nowhere and buys Bungie. I don't I don't know. It's, it seems a little weird to me, but but Bungie has a, a weird relationship with being bought by companies because they got bought by Microsoft in 2000, the year 2000 or 2002, one of those two. And then they departed away from Microsoft and then they got by then they got bought by Activision, I think back in 2017 or 2018. And then they departed with Activision. Now Sony bought them too. And out of all the companies now, they seem like they're most happy with this acquisition. But I mean, I don't see what Sony gets out of their, you know, like their Destiny franchise. Destiny is still a really big game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like nobody really talks about it that much. But like Destiny has like the highest player base concurrently, like a day to day basis out of any other game out there right now. Really? Yeah, do they? Yeah, uh, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that actually. Dude, they have I think over a quarter million players on every platform daily. Like they have like a million people playing every day on that game. Well, she. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, that's why it's it's a good it's a good buy, honestly, because uh, Bungie said themselves like there's not going to be any exclusivity with Sony for their game, like even with like the DLCs for like the upcoming Witch Queen that's coming out later this month, and then all the next DLCs in the coming years and everything. But what I think that not a lot of people are talking about is the fact that um, uh, Sony has uh, Sony pictures and everything. You know, like they, they make like Into the Spider-Verse and everything. Like they have their foot in the door with, you know, like movies and TV series and everything. So that's why I think Bungie made that decision to go with them because they've been wanting to make, you know, like movie and TV series about, you know, like Destiny and possibly other IPs that they're working on. 
Yeah, I, you're right on with this fish because I actually just saw an article today that said uh, Sony wants to make like Destiny like movies and TV shows kind of shit. So I don't know. Shit. I don't know if you saw that article or not, or if you're just an oracle. Like, no, but I you're, did not see that. Yeah, you're on the money, buddy. On the money. <laughs> Damn it. I'm at a couple hours late from the news. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if, if you're fucking right on the money, you tell me what game in February is going to be the biggest, uh, biggest surprise and the biggest flop. We have a list of good games that are supposed to be coming out this month. So oh, yeah. since you're the oracle, the oracle fish... Uh, you tell me which one of these games you think is going to hit and which one's going to flop. Um, we'll run down the list real quick. We got Life is Strange Remastered coming yesterday. <laughs> Dying Light 2 coming the 4th. Sifu coming the 8th. Crossfire X coming the 10th. Kingdom Hearts Cloud Version the 10th. Excuse me. Lost Ark the 11th. That's for PC. Horizon for Forbidden West is the 18th. Destiny 2 Witch Queen is the 22nd. And the long-awaited Elden Ring, 25th. Yeah, we got some big hitters coming out this <laughs> this month. I'm I, I'm really excited for pretty much not like every game, but you know a, a good number of off this list. And this is like the the major title. There's still like a lot of other indie games coming out that uh I didn't write down and everything, but. My Oracle standing says, one, Elden Ring, going to hit hard, obviously. How hard I mean, are we like, talking, buddy? Give me an analogy. Super hard. Super hard. Let's um, let's say like a comet crashes down to Earth, and instead of killing everyone, everyone becomes like superheroes. And then we start, you know, like terraforming other planets in the solar system. <laughs> All right, cool. So Elden Ring's going to be dope then, dude. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. The, you, the only setback I can see with that game is um, the online multiplayer aspect with it. Um, obviously, like servers are just going to be overwhelmed on release, so right. like people trying to play with their friends is probably going to be non-existent. Cause yeah, give it like probably like a week or two. Yeah, it's like people voted it like their most anticipated game for this year, so it's they're going to easily sell. I would say like five, six million copies within like the first forty-eight hours. Dude, you got me all hyped now. I might have to. Maybe I'll get Brian a half seas with me. I'm pre-ordering it. I got to still do it, but yeah, I'm pre-ordering it for sure. I can't wait for that game. Okay, so then what's the biggest flop? Biggest flop. Ooh, that's hard. Um Oh god. It's I want to say biggest flop, but maybe people are gonna overhype this game i'm gonna go with dying light too i think that game's gonna be overhyped yeah people are i was gonna, I was gonna say the same one because i was just reading some shit today that it's reeled with bugs oh god great <laughs> yeah they're saying it's reeled with bugs and the story is not very good but like everything else is dope yeah so it's like a I giant kinda... like uh like uh sandbox Right, yeah. So I saw some, you know, like videos when they were like kind of like coming out with news on it, like some gameplay of it. The, uh, the um, whatever call like the world traversal aspect, like that's gonna be sick. The parkour is gonna be dope. You know, just like going around the map is gonna be sick. I heard like the map is like ginormous too, so it's gonna take you a minute to like just go through all those different sections of the map. It's got um, me personally. Like I almost feel like 
a nice comparison would be like Far Cry, a giant sandbox where you're gonna have unique moments, like and it's gonna be dope, but then the yeah. story is not the greatest. So I I don't know how the most recent story is for Far Cry, but four, five, and Primal were all dog shit. They're just giant sandboxes to have fun in, you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. With that being said, though, um, yeah, it's not gonna be like a big flop, but people are just gonna, you know, like overhype the game, kind of like what they did with Battlefield 2042 and everything. Yeah. But the one good thing that we heard from this is that uh that company for Dying Light 2 already plans to have five years of content post launch already planned. So like there's not gonna be a shortage of content after you buy the game, luckily. Good. So they got that going for them. It's always nice to hear a game say that, but you also need to see them deliver is the thing. Because exactly on a lesser scale, like we were all hyped when World War Z came out and that was supposed to have free content. And then we're like, okay, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? We got like two things. <laughs> and then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that was the free content. Now we're going to send you with like a $20 battle pass. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. Yeah, that was that was tough. <laughs> but, that was tough to say. Yeah, no doubt. But so the Oracle Fish has predicted, or I not even predict, it's, it's factual, his biggest flop and biggest hit for the month of February. I'm going to throw in a... I'm gonna throw in a sleeper actually. I think the Ooh, sleeper will be Crossfire X. Oh, dude, I was thinking that too. Oh my god. Well, get the fuck out of my head, will you? <laughs> dude, I'm actually isn't it coming to Game Pass? It's coming to Game Pass. The beta was terrible. Um Oh god. But that was <laughs> like that was like a year ago. So I'm thinking it's gonna be flushed ah. out now. Is it unlike most games nowadays, it actually ran a beta. To see what it did wrong, you know what I mean? Test the servers, all that shit. I'm hoping yeah. when it actually drops on the 10th, it's it's a solid game. I'm not projecting it to be anything crazy, but I think it will be... Oh, uh, comparison. Like, the popularity of, like, a Vigor or something where it's got a niche community, but, mm, like, it's yeah. got a community that supports the game and is faithful to it. That's kind of how I could see it playing out, so... That's a good prediction. Brian uh Brian just mentioned this in chat and I forgot to uh say this too. But uh I think my second biggest hit for this month is gonna be Destiny's DLC, the Witch Queen. Brian said that uh there are already a million people that pre ordered the DLC for you know, for that game. So I think that's gonna be the second biggest hit for this month. Is that something that you're gonna be involved in then? Or how much is the Witch Queen DLC? Oh god, dude! Ever since uh, they took the other expansions off Game Pass, I've been hesitant to get back in the Destiny because now I actually have to buy the past DLCs, mm-hmm. and each one of them is like ten to fifteen bucks. So if I want to get with the new Witch Queen DLC is forty dollars, um, but it's gonna be like their biggest expansion to date. Like it's gonna yeah. be as big as when they had forsaken and that was when they were partnered with activision when they had all those resources so they they've been um they've been talking about this dlc for years now the main villain has been a character in like og destiny so they've been talking about her for like six seven years now um it's gonna be probably the best story that we've ever seen in that game um that being said, I want to play it so bad, but I can't justify spending like 
forty to eighty dollars on getting back into Destiny. You need I all the other. Expense. You need all the other DLC to play Witch Queen. You don't need them, but the thing is, is like with the past DLCs, they've gotten rid of like almost all of the campaign storytelling with their quote unquote content vaulting, just because the game's too big and they just like can't handle the the maintenance of it. The the reason why you need the past DLCs is because it, it ties into, you know, like raids, dungeons, even like the subclasses in the game. Like um, you, you just like miss out on like the most recent DLC they had, which was Beyond Light, which came out, uh, I want to say 2020 of December or 2021. And um, that that ties to a whole subclass, which is stasis. And that's like arguably one of the best when you're like that was meta for a while wasn't right it now. oh yeah it was meta for like six months they've done a good job with tampering it down now but it's still one of the best things so like you need the past dlcs to have the subclasses if you want it like that full um you know like freedom of doing what you want in the new dlc and it just like sucks that you're held back by all this old content yeah. they need to pay 10 15 bucks for so basically when i left game pass you got a swift kick to the nuts is what you're telling me Oh, huge, dude! As soon as it, as soon as the DLCs left Game Pass, I stopped playing. I, yeah. I tried to look for deals on the DLCs and everything, but like, I'd have to spend forty bucks because there's three, four expansions I have to pay for, along with the Witch Queen. And then they had this anniversary event not too long ago either. That's twenty five dollars, and that shit's got good stuff in it too that you need. So it's just like all this money you have to dump into Destiny just to play the damn game. Yeah, won't be me. But I hope you guys enjoy it if you get it. <laughs> Won't be um, me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Destiny. Like, I've literal thousands of hours put into a game. My most played game for, like, five years. Yeah. But just, yeah, it just sucks that you have to pay this much money now. Just only because the game's free to play and everything just costs money now. So we talked a lot about the games that are releasing in February. But one of the games that's already out that's getting an update we briefly uh, brushed on is Halo. Um, oh, yeah. That's probably the thing I'm most anticipated for. You talking about Elden Ring has got me a little bit hyped up. I might have to have Brian put it with me. We'll see. Um, Do it. But kind of going Do off. It. Dude, I, I want to. Going off the Do note it. of Halo, though, we actually got the Halo TV series trailer this week uh, during the Bengals oh, yeah. Chiefs halftime game. Um, so I want your initial thoughts. And then how hyped are you? Like, give me a scale of 1 to 10. And let, what are your thoughts, my guy? Uh, hype meters at a nine out of 10 right now. That minus one is just me being cautious for anything nowadays. But I think the show is going to be fucking phenomenal. It's going to be great. Uh, what I saw in the trailer, it looks like they did a good job. You're like, Master Chief looks dope. Um, they did a good job with uh, creating, you know, like deletes and everything. They look pretty damn accurate in the video games. They look fucking sick. Um, and even a greater thing is uh, they got Jen Taylor, who is the original voice actor for Cortana. So it's literally the same actress in the show now, and she's literally just Cortana in the show. So that's actually sick. I love hearing her voice. Yeah, bro, I, I completely agree. I'm cautiously optimistic. I just I can't let myself get too worked up and then get broken down. It's happened too many right. times. Happened yeah. too many times, dude. <laughs> so, so many times. <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm gonna give it an eight point seven four. Um, wow, very. 
That's yeah. very accurate right there. Yeah, cautiously optimistic. I will say some of the things I saw in the trailer that I didn't like, Cortana is like, looks IRL. She's not like computerized. So that doesn't really bother me too much, but I like to see the blue Cortana, like the computerized one. Um, yeah. And then, a lot of people, a lot of people forget um, original Cortana. She was like purple. They've changed her color like two, three times now. She didn't become purple until later on in the Halo series. Right. So maybe like later on they'll you know like digitize her more or even like in this post processing they'll just do it they'll just change her more of a blue color kind of like what they did with like sonic when the first one came out yeah i um yeah i mean like i said it's not like a big hang up but i just eh, i prefer to see cortana like more like digital i guess but yeah that true. and then it didn't sound like master chief's voice was his voice was the other thing which i was like Ugh. but yeah those i are heard like, that too those are like two very minuscule things if the world building and the story is good i'm all for it brian was actually just saying that dad my dad wants to watch it so that yeah we, we were talking about that earlier <laughs> if, if you can get dennis hyped for it then you've done a good job you know yeah um like going back to where we saw this, the Bengals Chief game, we had a hell of a week in some playoff football this last week. Both oh, close baby. games. Bengals Chiefs going to OT. Bengals pulling it out. Joe Burrow, who still hasn't My defeated man. the Browns, ironically enough, is in the Super Bowl. Wild. <laughs> that is a wild statistic, if you ask me. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then on Dude, top, that game was crazy. Yeah, and then on the other side, we have a former Brown. Uh, OBJ is going to be in a Super Bowl with the Rams. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a yep. big, like, at this point, I think I would say I'm a big fuck OBJ guy, but I'm happy for Matthew Stafford after all those years in Detroit suffering with uh, Macro Mo. Sorry, Mo. I, I know it's a low blow, but I had to, man. I'm right there with you with, <laughs> with the Browns, buddy. Yeah, he says, wow, shots fired. I'm happy for Stafford. Are you not happy for Stafford? <laughs> Guy's a G. But uh, yeah, Rams took down the 49ers. And one more time, I'm just going to reiterate, I feel your pain, Mo. I'm a Browns fan, so. Um, <laughs> so we got a Rams-Bengals uh, Super Bowl, which I don't think anybody going into the season would have predicted that. Dude, yeah, no shot. Speaking of predictions, if <laughs> you, if anybody follows Tim the Tatman on social media, he's going to announce the Super Bowl winner any now, anytime now. The guy is 0-7 with his playoff predictions. Um, and he actually projected the Rams to win it all. So everybody's yeah. betting on the Bengals. So I'm about to yeah. throw a stack on the Bengals now. <laughs> yeah, he came out with that, uh, his video, uh, I think like not too long ago. I think it was like a day or two ago. But uh, people have been just having a field day with his, uh, with his prediction. Because uh, I've seen so many videos of people like they see like Tim the Tatman predicts the Rams to win it all. And then everyone's just like, I'm taking out my life savings. I'm selling my house. I'm selling my car. I'm putting all my money on the bagels now. <laughs> you know, I will say this, though. Goon has a very good counterpoint. He goes, Stafford is playing. Eminem's performing. That's as close to Detroit as you'll ever get. So he's 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 oh. saying he's saying he's going with the Rams. He's got the Stafford Eminem vibe. So. Dude, I'll tell you what, it'll definitely be an interesting game. I want the Bengals to win 
only because I got family in Cincinnati. And I originally, before in the championships game, I wanted the Bengals to win, but I unfortunately betted on the Chiefs, which I was wrong on. I, I thought the Chiefs were going to beat them, which I was like, it looked like they were going to beat them, but, you know, they brought it to overtime and lost by a field goal. Yeah, we'll get, so, we'll get into our predicts in a little bit, but you and Tinky owe me a drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. I felt that bad, bad picks two weeks in a row for me, not starting 2022 off on a good start. Speaking of picks, guys, once we do get to the spreads, we're going to be doing a, a raffle or a contest for you guys to get involved uh, in the spreads. And if the viewers beat us over the next course of the month, Fish and I will be doing some sort of punishment. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But aside from the Super Bowl game itself, um, we had some other additional sports news, including the, our Cleveland Cavaliers are battling for the number one seed in the east may i state but this is away from the court uh where this news comes so the Cavs promoted shelly i'm a butcher the hell out of this name kate i yet yeah shelly kayette waston to executive vice president and coo she's the first black woman to hold this role in the nba so we have some forward movement as far as the quality with the Cleveland Cavaliers all for it. And I just, I think basketball is like a perfect avenue for women to be getting more involved in sports. I love it. Um, we just saw recently this year in the NFL as well, I believe it's the 49ers have a female running backs coach. I'm not wow. sure. I think it's the running backs coach and I believe it's the Niners. I could be butchering that, but I know in different professional sports now you're seeing starting to see more women involved which i'm all for you know if you know the sport you know the sport this is the bottom line you don't have to play it to be um an expert right you see plenty of people yeah. that haven't played at a collegiate or professional level that are successful in these fields so why not a female i'm all about it um yeah what one thing i want to say is uh what makes me excited just uh you know like see her get promoted and everything is that she oversees uh what you call the corporate partnership department and this is kind of just like an umbrella department they they overlook like a bunch of teams like she overlooks the Cavs, the cleveland monsters the canton charge the can canton charges or can't charge and uh, she even works uh, overseas, like esports leagues too. There's a there's an esports league called the Cavs Legion, which is I thought was pretty cool to see. So like she she's overlooking like a whole bunch of different aspects in sport. So I think that's just really cool to see. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I so is the Cavs Legion is that the like 2K team? Because I know one of the cool things that the NBA does as well. Each like team has their own esports like like 2K team. Right. So they draft like people's my players and like compete, which is amazing. Kind of mixing the two worlds like we do here, you know? Yeah. I I saw the Canton charge. Um, I don't know what league it is. I feel like it's just like some minor league, but like regardless, like she oversees like a whole bunch of different aspects of sports now, and it's it's just like cool. I'm more excited about the esports thing because uh I didn't know that uh Cleveland had an esports league. It's called the Cavs Legion, so I kind of want to look them up and see what they're all about. It's actually really cool, man. So like I was saying, like everybody's got their my player that they develop like in the game and get to 99. And then they literally draft these players like they're building an IRL team. And then they compete against other teams of my players. So you have five 
individuals mm. like on the team at a time playing on the court playing other teams like in the nba i can't i'm not sure how many like nba esports teams there are but i know there's a like at least at the very least 10 um yeah i remember watching it last year it's pretty cool stuff but yeah as far as the the monsters go man we gotta see it we gotta see a hockey game i haven't been <laughs> i haven't been to a monsters game i'm trying to get trashed and watch some hockey anybody in northeast I, yeah. ohio want to join let's do it I haven't been to a Monsters game in forever. It's at least been a good six, seven years at this point. Yeah, so we'll go get trash. It'll be good times. Hell yeah, dude. Be like a typical hockey fan. We'll fit right in. And then we just got one like tiny bit of news. Uh, yeah, just a little spec. Just a little spec. The GOAT officially retired from the NFL. I can't remember last week if we talked about it or not. Uh, it being tweeted out. That Tom Brady's retiring, and then it got uh, kind of falsely publicized, right? But it is now official Tom Brady is retiring. Um, yeah. So I know my answer. I already stated it. When it's all said and done, will he be remembered as the GOAT? Yeah. I'd say, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You're getting, 100%. <laughs> you're getting no argument, argument out of me. Uh, Tom Brady's the GOAT. Maybe... I mean, he's up there for, like, all-time athlete goats, you know? Yeah, dude, he's, what, had, like, ten Super Bowl appearances, five Super seven Bowl MVPs. I, I think yeah. and he's won seven of them, I believe. Uh, and on different teams, yeah. which is insane. It's actually yeah, crazy. It's actually crazy to me. Once he left uh, New England, I, I started liking Tom Brady. His social media wow. was... His social media was hilarious, man. He just became a different individual. I wasn't a Tampa <laughs> Bay fan by any means, but I appreciated Tom Brady as the person a lot more. He yeah. just it's New England just was like an evil empire, you know? <laughs> so, it, They're it, the empire in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like Brady was like Darth Vader for all these years. Then he went to Tampa Bay and like he saves Luke, right? And then you look at him in right. a completely different light. He's like, oh, he's he's dope now, dude. He's An he's Anakin again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> one uh, one question I had from this: Have we heard anything from Gronkowski about this news, other than the fact that he's like, yeah, I'm happy that he retired and everything? Is Gronkowski still in the league? Dude, Gronk's gonna be done. If if really, Brady, yeah, he said like a couple years ago he'll only play with Tom Brady going forward I can see that. that's why yeah, he went was, down to tampa was... to begin with but yeah no i right. i think gronk's officially gonna be done now you think he's just like waiting on the news to release or you think he's got like one more season left without him no i think i think gronk's done man as Damn. well i think the whole tampa bay team is gonna fall apart now <laughs> yeah right <laughs> well, you're not gonna of... see them in the playoffs anymore <laughs> well a lot of those guys were just there to run it back with brady you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Brady can oh. carry any teams on. That's not literally. As soon as he went to the Bucks, they got a championship. Well, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So Tink was wondering, didn't uh, Gronk come back from retirement to join Brady? He did. He retired as a Patriot, then came back uh, to play on the Bucks with Brady, which I thought was oh, cool. Yeah. I, that's another guy that once he left uh, the Patriots, I even on the Patriots, I enjoy Gronk. He's just a big dumb idiot. I love him. Yeah, you know? I love him too. So funny. <laughs> Napalm saying that Brazilians called uh Tom Brady Gilso. I'm not sure what that I 
I, I can't pronounce. I can't read. Casello? I, yeah, I don't know. Casello? 60% brain activity over here. I don't know what that <laughs> means, though, if you like to inform us, Napalm. Um, but yeah, man, Tom Brady, GOAT. I don't think there's an argument. Oh, because of Giselle. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense now. Um, but hey, guys, we're going to drop... Um, I'm going to drop this guy in. If you guys want to enter in, I think it's I join. I'm going to open this up for 30 seconds, I believe it will be. So if you're in chat, hit I join, and you'll be able to pick spreads with us this week. And like I said, we're going to keep a tally of the viewer's record. At the end of the month, if you guys beat Fish or I, we'll be doing some sort of punishment. That is yet to be decided, but here we go. I think Go ahead the, uh, exclamation point join. The biggest uh, question I have is, does the community get to pick the punishment? And if so, how severe will it be? I, I guess that will be TBD. We'll figure that out. <laughs> to we'll be figure, decided? Yeah. Oh, God. We'll figure, figure that out before next week. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Shaking in my boots. Boots be shaking. Boots be shaking. All right, Spartan. You're in the first week, baby. All right, so baby, let's go. Just a little recap. Last week, this was the unofficial start. Um, We had Tink picking the Chiefs and Niners. You were 0-2, as was Fish. I picked the Chiefs and Rams. So I win. You guys owe me a little beer chug. (laughs) I win. Owe me a beer chug. I win, I win, I win. (laughs) All right. Gotta prepare myself. Oh, you don't have to do it right Ooh. now. You don't have to do it right now. You you can do it I'm next week. I'm doing it right want. now. You can't stop. Yeah, me. so Shut I up. can't monitor it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Facetime me real quick. <laughs> uh, I just did it. Uh, there it is. All right, all right. Tink, a man. I'll of take my your word. word. I'll take your word, Tink. Um, but for this week, guys, we have the line of the Super Bowl or spread of the Super Bowl. Is Rams minus four and a half. So I will go to you fit first, Fish. Tank, let me know Bangles. where you're going. Bangles. Bangles, baby. Fish is going to Bungles. The Bungles. <laughs> Should have stuck with them last week. Oh, I'm going with the Bangles too. Hell yeah. Let's go. Tank, you got to let me know where you lie on this one. Rams minus four and a half. So they are favored by four and a half points. Wait, don't you mean Spartan? Oh, yeah. Spartan. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Spartan. Rams are minus four and a half. You're going Bengals or Rams? 60%. 60 damn percent. So much 60%. It's crazy. While we wait on Spartan's response, the next one is over under total points of 48 and a half fish. Over under forty eight and a half. Oh god. Uh let's go under. I'm taking the over. Ooh, Spartan said Bengals too. Clean sweep there. No, he says he's betting Rams. His heart's in the Bengals, but he's betting Rams. Oh shit. I just saw the first one. Damn you, Spartan. Come on, you gotta root for the Bengals here. No, we don't have to root for the Bengals. I don't give a shit who wins. I actually want the Bengals to win. Plus, Tim DeTatman said the Rams are going to win, so it's a guaranteed victory for the Bengals. Oh, it's for sure. An easy bet. 
Spartan. <laughs> Spartan, the over-under on the game is 48 and a half. Over-under. Napalm said, I'll watch. As I said, Tinka, I don't understand anything about the game. Which team <laughs> should I cheer for? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you don't have any allegiance, I'd say cheer for the Bengals since Joe Burrow's a beast. Oh, should we do that? Um, the commercial bingo card for the Super Bowl? Do like a community thing for that? Oh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be doing that. I'll be posting that on Discord. Nice. I haven't done one of those before, so I'm kind of hyped to do it this year. Yeah, they're fun. All right, Spartan, over under on the game. Total points 48 and a half. Fish, the, the next one is the team that scores first, will they win? Yes or no? Do I have to say it? Um, no. Be a no. I'm going no with you on that, too. All right, Spartan. Team that scores first, will they win? Fish, the next prompt I have for you is OBJ over under 67 yards. Uh, over. <laughs> I'm taking easily over. I'm taking the under. Wow. Why do you say under there? Because OBJ is not good. <laughs> No, he's a good player. Shut up. He's a good player. You can't say that. He went for the 100 yards for the first time in three years last week. I mean... Is that a good oh, player? Uh, all right. You shut up with your statistics there, Mr. Wizard Man. <laughs> you must be on a heck of a delay. Hey, no worries, Spartan. Spartan, OBJ, 67 yards over under. Fish? Oh, I, I'm moving on I'm to the next one. Over. Uh, I'm going to say over on OBJ just because it's the Super Bowl. So we'll see. Maybe it'll pop off. Or turn ACL. Yeah, oh. or <laughs> yeah, or that. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, All right. Burrow, 287 yards passing over under. Uh, can you give me some uh, statistics here for passing yards for those quarterbacks? Is, uh, that, is that like an average? Can you, ask, can you answer me that? Is it like an average? Or is that high? All I know is like these are the most like almost even lines that there are. So I just try to pick like the hardest lines. Ah, so it could damn, go either way. Tough. 287 yards. It sounds like a lot. It's just passing yards though. Oh, God, it all depends on if they can even get the passing game off. Um, defense will be tough. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. All right. You said under. So did Spartan. I'll take the over on Joey B's passing yards as he leads the Bengals to a Super Bowl championship. Hell yeah, baby. Goon's out here beacon. I'm not going to even acknowledge that, Goon. Baker was slinging it last year when we dicked you guys in the playoffs. So, <laughs> yeah. But, guys, that's episode 31. We're going to get into the, some of the Sandlot Community Game Night. So, you guys let me know what you want to play. I'm down to dabble with whatever. But once again, thank you guys very much for being here for episode 31 of When Worlds Clyde. It would be extremely helpful if you guys followed us on different social platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. The YouTube channel is kind of under construction right now. We're making a completely separate When Worlds Clyde YouTube page. 
and that's going to have a ton of content on it not only the episodes but shorts interviews uh different when worlds collide gameplay when we all got together and played um such as the squid games um old mario party game and when we played dead by daylight together so be on the lookout for that guys and thank you again very much episode 31 cheers everyone cheers